you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Text for this morning is from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, mentioned there moments ago. And I bring you greetings from all of these volunteers, 90 plus volunteers that are uh, at work with you. A network of individuals in 48 states helping support, pray for the missionaries of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, around the world. I was talking with uh, Pastor Mark here, I guess it was a few weeks ago, and, uh, and, and he said, we have the text for that Sunday, actually, if you came as a guest speaker, uh, it's from, from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and it, it talks about planting, and it, and it talks about watering, and, and I thought to myself, this is awesome, and, and of course, the most uh, important part, a large part of that text there is, who causes the growth? God causes the growth. Now, boy, this is, this is a slam dunk. Wow, this, there's this mission themes all throughout this planting and watering and growth. And then about a week ago, I started reading the rest of the text. Did you notice that this morning? Here, the Lord, through the Apostle Paul, is, is uh, sort of calling the Corinthians to task. Oh, but I, brothers and sisters, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, and for you were not ready for solid food, and even now you're not ready, he says to the Corinthians, and for, for you are still in the f- uh, flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only with human inclinations? For when one says, I follow Paul, or Another, I follow Apollos. Are you not being merely human? Of course, pastors, we we know we have a responsibility to preach the whole counsel of God and and the text that's presented for us today. And I was thinking to myself, oh, wow, if there's jealousy and and strife and and arguing here at St. Andrews, well, you hide it really well. This is not my first time here, you know. This is a joy, and you sense the Spirit of God. And so I was thinking, how does that part of this text apply to you personally? And, and as I reflected, I, I was thinking to myself, God is going to have to speak to you through that text. It, but I, I don't know about you, but I can confess. You know, growing up out in the Midwest and sent around the, the world, you know, baptized at a young age, washed in forgiveness and, and taught in the faith and, and then going on to get a master's in theology and a, and a doctorate in theology and, and, and serving for the church. And if I'm honest, you wrestle with the mission of God and the, what Scripture teaches. There's significant areas in my life where, yes, I am an infant in Christ. I think God's arms are, are too short to keep these hundred-plus missionaries supported around the world, or, or I, 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 I think in just merely human terms, terms of, oh, God couldn't plant a church there, or my body's saying no, and, and God is saying go, and, and there's just a whole list, and I, and I think even one recently where I used to think that Great Commission and all those passages, well, that was just for right where I'm at, right here in one place, but if you read it closely, that's, a, that's an infant view, that's an immature view of the great commission of God because we have a personal privilege and responsibility to be telling people about Jesus right where God has us, 
but also regionally and globally through those that he raises up just at the right time to tell others about Jesus. You know, Mr. Gary Teese, who's now my uh, direct supervisor, he was a bank president, and he's starting the Iowa State Bank, and then he's buying up farms all over in western Nebraska in the mid-age of, 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 of 50s, and, and he's thinking he's going to fill this old barn out there in the hills with more and more collector tractors, and then God woke him up to take it personally. That yes, he has a responsibility out there to tell people about Jesus, but God is raising up missionaries and sending them to places personally some of us would never go. Because Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus sends you. That's why you're here in this place. To take it personally. To, to sing God's praises. And let it echo out in this community and, and, and around you here, but also to remember those missionaries that are around the world working on your behalf. Because when we start to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3 in depth, we see there was a problem in the early church. And, and I don't know how to translate that to, to get through to you today, but is, you know, is it a, well, oh, we're East Coast, and that's, that's the Midwest, or, or we're East Coast, that's West Coast, or, you know, you start to get this, you know, an, an unnecessary criticism. Well, that was what was going on in the church. Some of the disciples were saying, oh, I'm of Apollos. And others, well, I'm of Paul. And they missed the point that we are of the one Lord Jesus Christ, the light of the world who was born and, and suffered and died on the cross for you and for me and for Paul, and for Apollos, for Gary, for everyone, everywhere. And so, you know, Gary and I, we're just mere servants together with you in this one body of Christ and where we're sent out to bless the neighborhood and to support missionaries working on our behalf around the world. Not one of you in this room could do everything provide all of the support, but everyone can do something. I think of Gail, who uprooted from her um, very comfortable life here to be sent into millions of people in Macau. Anybody want to know where Macau is? Just a beautiful ferry ride across from the bay there in Hong Kong. Yeah, if you, it's just a beautiful place. But do you know that Macau has grown to be one of the largest casino and gambling places in the world, far exceeding Las Vegas? And yet, God raises up Gail. And Gail's there working with people who work behind the scenes, who largely go unnoticed, teaching them EFL and, and teaching them English, and, but most importantly, talking to them about the light of Christ. She moves off of Macau and, and gets into mainland China periodically uh, together with others there in Guangdong province where millions of people just outside of Hong Kong are living. And they did something so very simple. A little package, a little present given to these children, telling them many of which for the first time of the story of Jesus Christ, light of the world. And see, we can start to think, oh, but that's just what used to be a fishing village of a few, few hundred thousand people. And yeah, well, we, Gail we, and the Dougherty family, Beth and Sean, and, and we hear these names, but that's over there. And, and, and oh, boy, it went from 300,000 to now 15 million people. And what an opportunity, but, but they're kind of disconnected. No, the text today calls us not to work in competition or in distance, but as one global mission 
outreach of the one body of Jesus Christ, shining light into the world in places you'd think we'd, we'd never get to. And, and, you know, Matthew, when Jesus is speaking, preaching not, not, necessar- not out of this type of a facility as much as he did that type of preaching, and, and not even out of a barn like you see in that strangeness down there in western Iowa, but here he is out on a mount in the crowds, and he says that, that you are the light of the world, and a city set on the hill cannot be hidden, and uh, I love driving here, and when you get around the corner and you're coming to St. Andrew's Lutheran Church, you can't miss it. You are an assembly of people, you are like a city set on the hill, a light to this community, and called also to have a balance of local, regional, and global mission. Can you believe what God is, uh, is doing? The planting and watering and the growth he is causing. This is in Shenzhen, China. Crowds of people. And as um, the, the, the workers reported this uh, December, Gale, and I was like, are you sure? Is that true? And they sent me this picture. 10,000 people in the two services that they hosted in a new location. Most of which hearing about Christ the Lord for the very first time. And so part of I feel I'm compelled to be here this morning for, to, to, to reiterate this text, to expound it to you, to take it personally. These are your, these are extension of you serving in Asia. And, and while we, you know, somebody plants and others water, it's God who is causing the increase. It's just not an old Bible story. That's here, that's now, that's today. And so neither he who plants or waters is, is anything, but it's God at work. And we go from Asia and the, and the millions, you know, the 1.3 billion people over there in China and all that work, and you go over to Latin America, and, and you know, sometimes maybe God, for you, like with Pastor James, it's working with an individual. And this is why it's so urgent you take it personally. Pastor James wrote about Aldo, had an opportunity right before his death to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Aldo, who you will be with for an eternity, who is now in his real home, this is what your missionaries throughout the world are doing on your behalf. Because we couldn't be there with Aldo, but James could. And so we remember him and we support him. And we're reminded of the work that God has us doing around the world. And we read on, and we reiterate, and let's read it together. Let's let this sink in. Together, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything but only God who gives the growth. Asia, Latin America. Do you hear what God is doing in Africa? Amazing things. Shara Cunningham. Yeah, Shara's raised up. She's based out of Kenya and Nairobi, and she works into Tanzania and down into Madagascar, and Shara is just amazing. Now, she's no newbie. She's been out in the field, in these villages, working day and night in conditions that uh, m- many of us uh, have never experienced, and there's Shara out 
working with the Maasai people. And there's her um, in other villages working day and night to give them the light of Christ and to listen to what their needs are. And, and I know for me, I look at that picture and I think, wow, where's the NBA recruiters, you know? I mean, <laughs> look at that vertical leap, you know? Oh, I used to have that, yeah, back in the day, uh-huh, yeah. And, and that's the fun of discovering people and, uh, and God's creation. But is the number one question, as you take it personally, of the, of the good, great commission of Christ is to ask, do they know Christ? Is that the first thing that comes to your mind, is do they know Christ? I think that's what the text is calling us today. And, and people are going to think we're a little bit not normal. And, 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 you know, I mean, really, busloads out to, to a barn? <laughs> where artifacts are, are there and telling the story of what God is doing, the growth that, that he's giving around the world and over 5,000 people last year to a barn in western Iowa and, and yet a network across the United States together with you celebrating that, wow, the gospel is not bound to just being in the sanctuary as, as much as it is here and should be here and gives light and, and feeds us each and every day, but it's beyond. It's in barns. It's in hillsides. It's, it's in homes. And the gospel needs proclaimed through Gail and James and Sharon and the whole other list to the ends of the earth, to everyone. We are called to support that. So that even in the, in, the, in the farthest villages, people get to taste the body and blood of Christ through the bread and wine for the forgiveness of their sins. This is what we're called to do. And God is giving growth. Over four million people now. The Malagasy people in Madagascar. Look at that worship service. Because people like you take it personally. Raise up and give support around the world. Shara continues day and night. She's training more missionaries now, and trained Molly Christensen, Pastor Kudas, and, and uh, Shara is going, going wild. They've got children who are taken out of school to work in the fields. And so together with her team, they're, they're working on Christ Care for Children in Kenya. And just uh, last uh, December, they report five locations now that take children and give them opportunity, not just to love God with their mind, but to worship them. And to worship Him morning and evening. And to do this and to receive a great meal and to take that light and that gospel message back to their people in the villages where they come from. And this is just providing amazing fruit of your frontline missionary, Shara Cunningham and the team. So, uh, you know, really another way of saying 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and Matthew 28 is you are either a missionary or a mission field. A missionary sharing Christ here and, and supporting missionaries around the world and, and, and going wild for Jesus. <laughs> or you need Jesus. I think the, the scriptures are that clear missionary or a mission field, and, and so we come back to our text, and, and in summary, and, and this, is, this is my point, and, and Jenny and I, we, and our three kids, and, and all this, we, we've loved settling in the last three years here on the East Coast, and as we relocate to Omaha, just a, a couple hour flight away, which compared to Kazakhstan and Russia, where we were all those years, it seems like it's just a, a tiny little trip, but uh, um, 
please know that at Mission Central, and in those pictures out there, you see the teams of the hundreds of missionaries and their families in the four regions of the earth of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Just know that we take this text as well very seriously. He who plants and he who waters are one. We're one church, saints, with one Lord and Savior who says, take it personally. Share Jesus today. Support missionaries who are working in places where you can't go. And together we'll be for eternity, celebrating the light and the life that only Christ can give. And all God's people said, Amen. Let us rise and confess our faith together.